What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast, a show dedicated to empowering you to follow that fear, pursue what is calling you, and take it one step at a time. My name is Kat Del Carmen, or you could call me Catalina, or Kat, or Kathy, I don't know, something like that. And I'm the host of this show. Today, I am so freaking honored. I have the super inspirational, super badass Ari Rose on the show. Now, if you don't know Ari Rose, she is a best-selling author, motivational speaker, TV host, coach, she has a podcast, she literally does it all. Now, if you know Ari Rose, you know she is delivering daily content on Instagram, helping us think differently about our goals, inspiring us to go for them, and also helping us in our life, like helping us get rid of the BS that is stopping us from going towards those big ass goals. In this episode, she does all that too, but what I enjoyed even most is her incredible story, guys. This woman didn't just wake up with like good things and success. She has worked, 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 and she's still building. I'm so looking forward to what she builds because I know it's gonna be huge. But right now, I'm so blessed and honored that she took the time to be on my little itty bitty podcast. Uh, And she's just such a gem. I appreciate her so, so much. Take a listen, look her up on Instagram, show her some love, and I hope you enjoy the show. Number one, thank you. Like, thank you for using your gift and for continuing to do it because we need you we need you out here (laughs) thank you it's so crazy it's um thanks for having me first of all but it's so crazy because uh you know I too just like everybody else I'm human and I doubt my gifts sometimes I don't want to say I doubt my gift but I get insecure sometimes I question myself sometimes it's so normal and this is one thing that I I'm so transparent and I have to share and I can't emphasize enough is that um we all go through it you know I need motivation sometimes I have to pull myself out sometimes um even with what we're going through I struggle with it but I practice what I preach and I'm getting through it yep and so um I think that's why I can't emphasize enough like people to just really take the time to do homework with themselves yeah what do you mean when you say homework you know, take accountability for yourself. You know, I was talking to my mom about this yesterday and I was like, look, before this, people would say, oh, well, you're in shape because you don't got to wake up at seven and go to work. Oh, you know, you don't have a, your daughter's 17. She's not a baby. Oh, you know, I, cause I had to come home with and wait for my husband. Oh, and it's like, look, si no lo haces ahorita, ya no lo hiciste translate for those people. If you don't get it done now, you're never going to fucking get it done because I'm, I'm preaching this and I'm, I'm emphasizing this so much in four to six, four to eight weeks, we're going to know who was working and who was getting shit done and who's been making excuses this whole time. You either want it or you don't want it. It's just that simple. We're going to start seeing the hustlers and we're going to start seeing the lazy people. And you know what? It's cool. If you're lazy, cool. If you really don't want it, cool, but stop crying and playing the victim and telling me you can't get shit done because X, Y, Z. No, puta madre. It's 
we, we, we got to switch it up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. God has paused the world for us right now. He has paused the world. He's giving us a break. And it's our turn to apply pressure on ourselves. I love that. I love, love, love that. Um, and in the audience, I hope you're hearing this because y'all know I talk real, but I could still use from lessons from Ari because she talk real, real, okay? <laughs> like she is telling us the truth right now. It is true. Like this is our time. And if this, and look, if like you said, Ari, if this isn't your time, that's okay. That's on you. But don't say, oh, I, you know, I, I didn't, I couldn't have the time because of this, because of that, because of that. We are getting into a circumstance where we have a lot of opportunity and we'll see that. Was, ugh, that's so good. And another thing, just from the opportunity, just the opportunity to be real with yourself. Like what really makes you happy? Are you in a good living situation? Are you in a good relationship? Do you have good friendships around you? Are these people checking on you? I mean, I've been checking in with all my friends. I'm FaceTiming them. Even if it's a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, I'm like, how are you doing? People I haven't talked to in a long time. I'm praying for people like I've never prayed before. Like now that I'm making this visual connection with you, I promise you, you'll be in my thoughts tonight. And it's not to fake pump it. It's not, it's just, it's in my heart. You know what I mean? And yeah, you got to analyze like, who do you want to keep around? What energy do you want to keep around? We're, we're going through some scary freaking times. And if you're feeling alone right now, that's okay. God is using this to show you what you don't want to feel. And he was, he's doing this to expose people to you. You know, you, you've got to take it for what it is. This is like a major blessing in disguise. And I'm so sorry. It's so unfortunate for the losses of the people that, that we are losing to this virus. And, and it is a very scary time, but we can't focus on that. We have to focus on the positive side. This is this is bigger than us. Ah, uh, thank you so much, girl. You don't it just phew, just comes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take it back a little bit and I want uh my audience and maybe some of your audience too to get to know a little bit about you and your story. Um, and how you got to where you are, because some people might be looking at you and be like, oh, like, you know, maybe I want to do that. But again, it could be a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of walls that they're putting in front of themselves saying, oh, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't because I don't have time. I don't have the confidence. Um, but what, how did your story start? Um, you know, my story has a very long story. I've been 21 about 48 times. So, um, <laughs> and do not let the Botox and the fillers and the plastic you. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking the fountain of youth, Dr. Foss a lot. Um, you know, I have had many different career changes. Um, I had my daughter senior year in high school, pretty much. Um, So I'm a very young mom, you know, my daughter, unfortunately, is graduating, but not graduating this year. It's her and so it just sucks. But that's another conversation. Um, So I just always had a I've always been a hustler. I've always had to find a way how to make it. You know, I I have a manicuring license, I can actually do fills and I can do pedicures. That's what I did for years to make money to be able to provide food for my daughter. 
Um, I was in Altec. Uh, then from there, I went to school for accounting. I did two days of accounting work and thought it was the worst thing in my life to be in a four by four. Um, then I moved on to real estate, realized I didn't want to take the test. Then I went to school for cosmetology. Um, girl, I've, I mean, the list goes on and I say this most importantly, the lesson that I got from that is it's never too late to reinvent yourself. And don't ever be afraid to fail because a failure actually is just another stepping stone to the right path. Um, but, you know, I I ended up um, closing two hair salons. I used to have 33 employees and I closed them down back in uh, 2012, maybe, maybe about seven years ago. And I went back to college for a third time for a third degree. Um, and I, that was my bachelor's in film and television production with a minor in theater arts. Um, I've always just kind of been the lights to go on, the camera goes on and I come to life. And so I just always like, okay, well, I like being in the spotlight or something. Like, I don't know. I, at this point I didn't realize God was using me for his, for his, um, service. Um, and so, you know, time went on and, I ended up getting an internship at Mundo Fox and Estrella TV in the Bay Area. Um, and I was just doing their social media because I've always been good with social media. And then I just, one day I was like, hey, what if we do a little segment like this? Like, let's give it a shot. You know, what if I was a co-host on that segment? Okay, let's give it a shot. And before you knew it, I was on Channel 5 primetime. I mean, at 5 p.m. primetime on Mundo Fox. Wow. Uh, and Estrella TV on a show, and I was producing that segment. It is my show. I created it, all this stuff. Like, it was just amazing. Um, and one day they went into bankruptcy. They filed for bankruptcy. So they couldn't pay me. Blase, blase. Yeah. Um, and I fell into a funk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say depression, and maybe I've been depressed several times. I refuse to call it that, you know? I believe like I don't let my mind take over me that much. Um, so long story short, um, I ended up by, you know, getting into this funk. And I remember I was Googling how to snap out of this funk, how to be happy again, like literally Googling that, like a DIY project at home. Yeah. <laughs> And so I decided I was going to do like an eight page PDF. I don't know why it was eight pages. I tell the story like all the time. (laughs) I pick random numbers all the time. And uh, it was eight pages. And I was going to show my fans at the time. I think I had like 16,000 followers. I was just going to show them how to fight this funk, you know, how to snap out of it. Like there's got to be somebody feeling like this. Like this shit sucks. Like we got to get out of this, you know? Yeah. And um, I remember clear as day exactly where I was sitting when I opened my laptop and I literally said a prayer and I was like, God, restore me. God, heal me. I know I, I don't understand why you're doing this, but I know you have a bigger purpose and this is bigger than me. And um, give me the words to type what you want me to tell your children on earth. What is it that you want me to pass on? And I, I hope that the words that you give me heal me. Oh, I love and that. I started typing. My first page of that book is actually a prayer. And 
I kid you not, I ended up typing 111 pages. No. 111 pages. I could not stop. And it was pouring through me. And <sighs> I, I, I never wrote a book in my life. And I realized, holy shit, I wrote a book. Um, I uploaded my book to self publish because obviously I didn't have a publisher. I wasn't trying to write. I'm not an author. Uh, it said, um, upload the back cover. And I was like, uh, so I had to hire somebody to do my back cover. I mean, I, it's just, it's crazy. Right. So I say this to say that, um, that book went number one on Amazon that first week it launched. Wow. 17 cents. By the time that book launched, it costed me all of $10 to put that book together. Wow. Yeah. And that's because I hired someone on Fiverr to bind the front and the back cover that I designed myself. Yeah. On Canva. Um, oh my God. That's so crazy. Typos in that book because I couldn't afford an editor. Wow. And I say in the book, there's typos. Deal with it. It's me. Oh, I love that. Hold on. Let me pause real fast, y'all, because you guys need to hear this. You really, really need to hear this. She just said there is typos in the book. I said it. It is what it is. If there is something, and I feel this because I tried a lot of things before I did this podcast, and I was just like trying to find my thing, trying to find my thing. And when I started this podcast, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Y'all are going to, I'm not going to edit my hand, my first handful. Like, I don't know how to edit right now. Go ahead and hop off. Like, <laughs> like you, I, you I know, and what you just typos, like yeah. in so many people would let that would hold on to those typos. And then it would have been two months till they got some, to find someone two more months for them to do the work two more months. And you know what happens in those months? The fire just lights away. The fire just lights away. So I really, for you, for y'all listening to this, you can't let things get in the way. Like if there are little things that get in the way like that, you need to fight through it. I'm not telling you go have typos on everything. I'm telling you, if it's stopping you, if it's stopping you, you need to move forward. Ugh, wow. Okay. So there's typos in the book. You, you, you got someone on Fiverr to bind it. You did the cover on Canva? Yeah, the front and the back. They don't even match if you go look at it. That's I amazing. Couldn't, I couldn't, and it wasn't going to stop me. Um, and then uh, that first week, uh, NBC caught wind of it. And she, Nancy Rosales, who's actually my mentor now, yeah, producer from NBC uh, back in the day. I mean, she's a freaking boss bitch. Hey, Nancy. I always shout her out. I love her. <laughs> I'm going to post a picture of her today on Instagram. Um, anyways, uh, she, she sat down to interview me and she said, so when's the book tour? And I'm looking at her like, girl, the money ain't even kicked in yet. I still got about 70 <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to pay for this margarita. Um, 
And it's so funny. We were laughing about this the other day because when she did this interview, I had just got my lips injected. And I remember I was all bruised. I couldn't even drink my margarita out of a straw. You can't suck through a straw when you have new lips. And and so, yeah. So from there, um, at the time, I was waitressing at Piacere, a, a Italian restaurant in San Carlos. Um, and, you know, to to I've been working there on and off for seven years. He got me through college, Tony, the owner. Um, I used to have 19 hour days. It was nuts. I was taking 21 units at San Jose state, uh, working part-time to feed my daughter and taking the train all the way to San Francisco to intern at 6am to be on TV. Wow. Uh, my, oh, wow. yeah, it was crazy. Um, but so we put this, uh, so I call him, I, I go to work and I'm like, Tony, I need a favor. And he says, what? I said, I have about 60 bucks or I can work into your payroll on Fridays. And he said, okay, what do you need? I said, I need five pizzas, the private dining room. I'm going to invite 25 girls here. I'm going to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. You can't keep any of that money because I need it. Yeah. And um, they can buy beverages and wine. You can make money off that. He said, yeah. okay, okay, honey, no problem. You can have whatever you want. Uh, you're doing payroll Friday. Perfect. And so that's how my Sip and Slay tour started. That's how it started. That's how it started. Wow. Uh, 27 girls in the Bay Area. And um, wow. yeah, girl, it just took off. And and it, it's been amazing because from that, I would just put like, who lives in New York? And then it, it would be like you saying, oh, well, my sister owns a restaurant. My cousin does flowers. My uncle does catering. Mm-hmm. And I have like 10 bottles of Ciroc at home that a friend had given us for Christmas and I'll donate them to you, Ari. Yeah. And I traveled to 12 different cities in 2018, selling out probably maybe about 75% of my, of my events. Wow. Holy crap. So you're on like on a legit tour. That is on a legit tour. Wow. That is wild. Hardly no money sometimes. Yeah. And all the money I made from that, it was just to pay for hotel or airplane flights or Ubers. Yeah, yeah, food. yeah. You were just making it back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so. So what happened after the tour? So after the tour, I moved to LA and I struggled a little bit the last two years being here. Thank God, like those rough days are, are over with. Um, but, you know, I'm in a new city where I'm the underdog. I'm the little baby shark. And that took a hit on my for sure, for sure on my ego, yeah. on my confidence. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it's been, I get that. Yeah. I worry about that. If I ever go to LA, I already know I'm going to feel like, cause LA it's, it's, you know, it's a whole nother world, but you know, I will say this when I got to LA, God literally broke me all the way down. Like there was times in LA and two years ago where I had to choose if I was going to have eggs or bread. And that's just the way it went. Yeah. My daughter didn't need anything. She had a roof over her head. Mm -hmm. She had food on her table. And I was taking those sacrifices as a mother. This is my sacrifice, not her sacrifice. So I refuse to let her feel my sacrifice. Such a good mother. Thank you. She might disagree. She might think I'm a little nutty, but 
you know, it, it's been it's been challenging. And in this time, though, I've encountered a lot of loneliness. I've encountered a lot of heartaches. I think my first year in LA, I kid you not, I think I cried myself to sleep 365 days the first year. Uh, it was tough. Like, that tough. And I would wake up and ice my puffy little eyes and get on a video and spread some motivation. Wow. And I just kept pushing. I just kept pushing. I kept pushing. And some of those videos you look at to this day, and this is true. True, you know? Yeah, yeah. You look at some of those videos from just a few months ago, and I probably cried right before I uploaded that motivation and inspired a few people. Oh, thank you. Hold on. I want to say thank you because there are so many people that you impact. You just, just fill people up with your words, whether it's real or whether it's tough, you know, like, I don't care if it's tough love or real talk or kindness or whatever you are saying that day, you know, um, you, you're very generous. Thank you. Like, it's so generous and kind of you. Because I was literally uh, Wednesday night, I was looking at all your old IGTVs because I wanted to prep, you know, so I was like, okay, like I've seen, you know, I've seen some of these. So I was like, let me just relook at it. And I mean, you really, you just speak so much goodness into so many people and just know that, I mean, there's so many people that you have no idea that they needed to hear what you had to say. So, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's so crazy. And it, it's so funny. I didn't snap out of all of this LA funkiness that I went through until one day I, I was sitting in there throwing oh because I'm queen of throwing a pity party queen I, I will sit on my bed and cry with a bucket of chocolates and a table <laughs> and I'll throw confetti over my head and I'll drink out the bottle straight and and I'll crawl to the bathroom to pee like oh girl I could be a mess sometimes I throw the <laughs> if you ever want a pity party invite me and I will make your pity party the most memorable experience you've ever had. (laughs) So I was in the middle of one of my pity parties. And I remember thinking of like conversations that I've just had with God in the past. And, and I started thinking about all these conversations and I'm like, holy fuck. There's one thing in common that I've always told God when I talk to him and I've always told him, God, I don't know why you're doing this or what's going on, but just use me for your servant, you know, use me as your servant. You know, I just want to be a walking testimony for you. And then it hit me that day and I'm like, well, fuck, bitch. How are you going to be a walking testimony if you've never gone through the struggle? How are you going to be a testimony testimony if you've never survived? How are you going to be a testimony if he never broke you down and rebuilt you back up? How are you going to heal people's hearts and tell them tomorrow will be a better day if you've never been heartbroken? How are you going to tell people that God will provide and and there'll be plenty plentiful of food on the table if you've never gone a day without food? Ari, you are being built to be his servant like you've asked. He is fulfilling your request in your prayer. So suck it the fuck up, be a grown woman about it, and deal with it and move forward. And after that day, girl, I stopped throwing myself pity parties. And I was like, all right, God, you know what? Yeah. We're going to get through this. I've never been alone. I might have felt alone, 
but I've never been alone. I might have struggled, but you've never left me. I might have been broke, but I've never gone hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just been life changing and, um, I just know it's my calling, you know? And I think now that we're going through this, like, I'm like, okay, Ari, it's fucking go time. It's go time. God's the world. People need this. People are hungry for this. It's a dark time for a lot of people. And I'm, I'm the light that needs to be shining on people. And so that's what I plan to do the next however long I have. Thank you for sharing that. That is just, I feel like so many people need to hear that in terms of like, it's true. Like we are easy to give us, give ourselves a pity party or, or go down this slope. Like I always think of it as like, you just go down, you start thinking of one negative thing. Then you get yourself into a negative and start talking to a friend about negative shit. And the next thing, you know, it's like, wow, my life really sucks. You know, like, wow, everything. (laughs) And it's true. Question for you. I know you've talked about this in the past. Um, Having a support system or not feeling supported. I know there are people in my audience who are kind of chipping away at this dream they have, this thing they want to do, this thing they want to create. And they, what brings them down is their circle isn't supportive, which I've talked about this on an episode of like, look, the people close, close, close to you that you like, you're definitely not gonna, you know, you can't just cut out, you know, like the mom or the daughter, like the partner, whatever. First, they're not going to get it. (laughs) And the beginning, like they typically won't. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? And like, you're the, the people you surround yourself with and having like, feeling like you need that support. Like, do you really need that support? Like, how do you deal with this yourself throughout your whole life? You know what, when I first started, when I really started like hitting things off and I started traveling and, and even when I moved to LA, I mean, I had family members. I remember clearly one of my uncles telling me like, Ari, do you really think you're going to make it? I remember dating a guy that I was so into and I was like, oh my God, he's amazing. And then one day he was just like, baby, why don't you just quit doing that and just go get a job? And that's the last time he ever got a call from me. And so, you know, I've been doubted many, many times in my life. And I don't know if this is something that everyone feels. I don't know if it's after I got a connection with God. Like, I don't know at what point in my life, but I remember just knowing in my heart, like, the promise that God put in my heart, like just the way the sky is blue, just the way the ocean has waves. Like I just knew I was destined for something great. I didn't know what, I didn't know how. Um, I just knew I had to trust that, you know, now that I live in LA, I mean, I used to have all these girlfriends. I mean, I've hosted some of the best parties, you know, I've hosted parties with like Jamie Foxx and all these NBA players. And I've been around all these athletes and rappers and all this stuff. And it's like when I was in the Bay hosting and doing these parties, even in Miami and doing them in LA, it's like, I had like some of the prettiest women around me all the time. And I had all these friends that wanted to hang out and everyone taking me to dinner and we're driving around in in fancy cars and And let me tell you, the minute I moved to LA and I wasn't providing that lifestyle, nobody called me. Everybody went ghost town. My boyfriend is like the only person 
I met him at that time, he just uplifted me. He fed into me. He did everything. And I learned in that moment, like what a real friend is supposed to be, what a real friend does. And so there's two ways I go about it, right? One is um, in my 111 day cleanse that I'm teaching now, it's like, you've got to be like, fuck everybody that doesn't support you. Cut them off. Don't pick up their fucking phone calls. Don't go to dinner with them. Know what it is. You got to put these friends in categories. This is a friend I can have a cocktail with. This is a friend I can go to if my if I'm having a, a problem in my relationship. This is a friend I can go to if I need some inspiration. This is a friend I can go to if I want to like pray with or go to church with. You got to have your different level of friends. You know what I mean? And if your parents or your spouse or whoever doesn't believe in your dream, you just stop telling them about your fucking dream. Yes. Wait, hold on. I'm going to quote that. I'm going to make that an image and it's going to say Ari Rose. <laughs> that was so good. If your family, your friends don't like your dream, well, then quit fucking talking to them about it. Like, I, I just, all the, you know, and so at the end of the day, it's like, look, we're all grownups. We're all grown. We're all adults. Stop acting like a fucking kid. You know what I mean? Just. Do the shit by yourself. Do what you can, when you can, how you can, how you want it. You know what I mean? If it's not working for you, sit down and analyze. What can you do more? What can you do better? Are you doing enough? Be real with yourself. Like, stop sugarcoating shit. Stop waiting for your mom to give you a hug and put a, give you a fucking, I don't know, a popsicle because you did a good job, a fucking lollipop at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's like, not everything you do is made for everybody around you. It's like, when I first started telling people my dreams, like my girls would look at me like I was fucking nuts. And then it made me start thinking, am I nuts? You start believing like, well, damn, you know what I mean? So um, even with the events, like girl, I had my uh, women empowerment series at Aloft that I just started last month. It's going to be virtually online now. Um, further notice. Um, but I'm hoping the June one still happens because I have a taquero and I have a DJ and everything for that. Um, but, um, girl, none of my girls that support me showed up. One friend actually bought a ticket. Yeah. But you learn like, you're like, okay, yeah, it's good. Done. It's good. Yeah. Guess what? When I buy everybody plane tickets to Jamaica for my wedding, you putas ain't getting one. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just think you got to take that, that circle shit with a grain of salt. You got to do some hard cuts and keep it moving. You don't need anybody but you and God. That's it. Um, Question. I want to talk about confidence real fast because one, you exude confidence for the person who really wants to start their thing and they just keep saying like, I don't have the confidence. I'm not, cause this is why I get a lot. And I'm sure you get this too, because you're similar in personality. Like I can't speak as well as you. I can't just get in front of a camera and just talk like that. Like my skill, like I'm an introvert. I, you know, like I'm just not comfortable doing A, B and C. That being said, I still want all this greatness in my business. I still want to like, you know, create like a bakery. I don't know, bakery, a book, whatever you want to do. What do you say to like people who are just like, you need, like, I need confidence. That's all I need. You got to build your own confidence up. 
you got to work on yourself. Get some self-help books. Go fill yourself up with some motivational posts. You know, it's about you feeling good. It's about you doing what you got to analyze what your insecurities are, what's blocking your confidence from from booming. And then you got to tackle those things. You know what I'm saying? So um, me speaking, right? I've just always been a chatterbox to begin with. My mom used to always tell me, ya cállate, mija. You know, I'm like that annoying kid. Like, I love to talk. I could talk all day. Um, but even then, I'm still working at my craft. I can still get better. You know, there's times when I say something and I'm like, fuck, I could have done better on that video. But I'm like, nope. Upload it just like that bitch, real and raw, upload it. Like we, we ain't doing no second chances. And what I do is I just learn to just do more videos. You know, the more, the more I, the more I pump out, the more practice I get. A hundred percent. So I'm just going with the punches as well. Like everything I'm putting up, even like sometimes I look at some of my videos from the past and I'm laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I used to sound like that. Even till now, it's just how my, my roommate, we went for a walk yesterday and I said, you know what? I'm just not going to give a fuck no more when I do my videos. And she's like, what do you mean by that? And I go, because, you know, people got in my head, like, how can you say, how can you talk about God and preach on a video, but then you say the word shit? And I'm like, so that makes me a sinner? Or like, so I can't believe in God because I say the word shit? Like, I don't understand. Or people say, oh, you're trying to be this businesswoman and lead these women, but you're out here with your new fake chichis hanging out. Okay, well, guess what? I paid a lot of money for double these, and this is what I have now, and I'm going to show them because they were expensive and they hurt like a motherfucker when I got them done. But that doesn't mean that that discredits me. It doesn't mean I don't have three degrees. It does not mean that I don't have experience. I have operated very successful businesses. So you know what? Yeah, if I want to talk about God, and then at the same point, I get frustrated in this conversation because y'all motherfuckers piss me off. Shit, (laughs) that's what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, go watch T.D. Jakes, who I love. Yes. But he doesn't say shit. Go, go watch his videos, please. Yes. Like, I can't not, I can't be the real me if I'm thinking about what you want me to give you. A hundred percent. You, like, always end your, <laughs> like, the last thing is, like, such a good quote. <laughs> um, Really quickly, I want to pause because... I want the audience to hear like, number one, you can't let other people and what they think of you get in the way of you churning out your content, churning out your cupcakes. If you're selling cupcakes, churning out whatever, like you, the, you gotta practice, like you gotta churn it out. And that is your practice. That is how you learn. That's how you get experience. Like if you're waiting to be more experienced, it, it doesn't work like that in way in life. Like you got to turn it out to get that experience. And number one, just for you personally, I actually love that you are a person. This is why I relate to you is because one, you, you talk about God. And I feel like one that I, I just resonate with that because I'm a person of faith. So I one resonate with that. And then when you cuss here and there, I'm like, Oh, hallelujah. Somebody <laughs> understands me. No, it's true though. It's true because the more yeah. like, especially in these times, it's like y'all really got 
to hold on and not be judging. Like we got a whole lot of Christians out there really doing some like, like being hateful and stuff. And that's what we should be worrying about. If you're worried about a few right. damn cuss words, then right. you got another thing coming. I'm like, I know y'all got Latin friends. Yeah. I talk like this I'm passionate. I'm not talking like this out of disrespect. It's because I felt it in my heart and I had to, I had to release the passion. Yeah. And that's how, that is how li- literally when I watch your videos, I'm like, oh, she gets me. Like somebody out there like gets me. Okay. So let's see. We've already been talking for a lot. So I have a, two more questions. Um, number one, tell us about the 111 day cleanse. I did it last year. I just, I was on a hike with my girlfriend and she's a woman of faith and we share like Bible quotes. We'll read like inspo books and highlight them, take pictures and share them with each other, you know? Um, and we were on a hike and, um, you know, I, like I said, you know, I've, I've been in a relationship for a few years. Um, I keep it very private. Um, but you know, my relationship was good, but it wasn't great. My career was going, but it wasn't thriving. You know, um, I was doing my videos, but I wasn't fulfilled, you know, just things like this. Right. So it was just kind of like, Hmm, like I was just coasting by. And so I decided for 111 days, I was going to cleanse the bullshit out of my life. I love that. It's the cleanse of the bullshit is what the cleanse is about. So I removed anything that didn't grow me, fulfill me, help me thrive, elevate me, or uplift me. That came with uh, trading my Hennessy for green juices. Oh, good. <laughs> Girl, no. That's good go for this. you. Everybody knows I'm, I, I love my cognac. Um, <laughs> it, no, I'm not an alcoholic, but hey, if any alcoholics are listening, I'm not mad at you either. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole other line. We can get you help. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just started making, like, wise decisions. Like, who's got to go? And I unfollowed everyone on social media. I hired a company to unfollow everybody down to zero. I changed my phone number and only gave it to my immediate family. My mom, my dad, my daughter, my sister, my nephews, and my boyfriend. And I think two friends. And that was it. I didn't give my number to anybody else. And people are coming in my DMs like, hey, Ari, did you change your number? Yeah, I did. Okay, well, what is it? Uh, Well, what do you need? And they would say, oh, well, I wanted to book you for this. Okay, just go ahead and email me. I'm not giving you my fucking number. You don't need to have it. You don't have to have access. Nowhere in life does it say that you need to have access to me. Nowhere does it say that I have to give you access to me. And it's that simple. I ran into an ex-boyfriend at the Grove last summer and he was like, hey, Ari. And I was like, hey. Oh my God, he's so fine too. Shit. <laughs> oh, that one took all of me, but I'm a faithful, loyal woman, you know, but it was just, mm, Girl, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta stick it through. I'm right, married, but trust back, me. Look, I wish people could see my face right now. I just took it all the way back to New York. Um, <laughs> just circa 2002. No, and, uh, <laughs> And he says, hey, like, I text you to tell you I was in town, you know, to grab lunch. And I was like, okay, like, well, that's what's up all I'm here for. It's all I'm here for, like, a week and a half. And I said, okay. He was like, well, we should get together. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm in a relationship. You know, it's just not right to do that. Like, no temptation here. And he was like, okay. And he's like, well, I followed you. Like, you unfollowed me too. Like, did I do something? 
And I looked at him and I was like, no, you didn't do nothing. And he goes, well, I can't get your number. Like, I respect your relationship, but like, I can't have your number. You're not following me. Like, it just seems like a bit drastic. And he's like, so, you know, and he went back, like, I just want to make sure I didn't do nothing. And I was like, see, that's the thing. You never did anything. And I can't have people in my life that don't do nothing. And I'm not talking about paying a bill. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking, you ain't never called to say, hey, how are you doing? You ain't never called to pray with me. You ain't never called to see how my career was going. You ain't never posted my podcast. You've never, things that friends can do. Like, I shouldn't have to ask you for these things, but yet you want to have access to me. No, I, I don't have room for that in my life. I only have room for goodness. And, you know, there's a couple of the things that I do with this 111 Day Cleanse. Um, but ever since then, it's like my communication has gotten better with my boyfriend. My, you know, my career has taken off. I'm getting com- more confidence now because the naysayers are out in my life. You know, I'm being, I'm getting closer to God and to his word because the people I do have around me are faithful, you know, people. Um The people that I do surround myself with and take the time to go eat or to go talk dinner with, you know, to go to dinner with and make bread with are people that are doing something, that are working on things that we can produce together, that we can make money together, we're thriving together. And I'm just seeing myself elevate. And so after this cleanse, everyone started saying, oh my God, you're glowing. You're glowing. Wow, you look different. What are you doing? And I'm like, bitch, I'm happy. Like, I'm just happy. Like, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm setting boundaries and I have no shame in setting these boundaries and I'm comfortable with saying no to people now. That is amazing. And so in the 100, 111, I like how you say, okay, I must say like that. Uh, The 111 day cleanse. What, um, what can people expect if they sign up? Because this sounds like, I'm pretty sure like every single person in my life (laughs) needs this cleanse. (laughs) I a hundred percent do. I feel like Girl, I just had a baby 10 months ago. So I feel like I've been so into my craft right now, but I'm really neglecting my health, my health. And I feel like God is like, cat, cat, you got to get right with me. And you got to take care of that body I gave you because you got legs, you got arms, you got fingers, you got hand to hold your damn phone. Right. Like, and I feel like that's been tapping on me. So what can people expect from the um, 111 day? Um, so this is what I wanted to give back to the Bay Area. Tell my boss, babes, you know, I wanted to build a community and a tribe out there because I noticed that there isn't a lot of women empowerment. And here's the secret about women empowerment. There's a lot of women empowerment things, but a lot of women aren't about women empowerment. And I have spoken on panels in the last two years where I leave just kind of desilusionada. Like, I'm just like, wow, like, you really had me fooled. Like, I thought you were really about this life. Like, you're not. Like, you're catty. You're snaky. You're you're fake. Like, you're in this for a dollar. Like, it was nuts. And so um, Aloft has sponsored me for 2020. Um, And so we're doing these events um, at Aloft in Santa Clara. And so I did a four series workshop and I wanted to do it for free. And 
I wanted to do them for free for a couple of reasons. I really, well, first I was just going to do like dinner with 10 girls. Um, now these classes have all filled with 80, the max. I've been, I mean, I follow you. So I, I, I saw, I saw how, I was like, damn, which one should I sign up for? And then I'm like, the first one I knew I couldn't because I was supposed to be out of town. Um, but I saw it. Like, it was like 40, 30, no, 30, 40, 50. Okay, shit, she's giving extra tickets out. Okay. <laughs> it was packing up. We ended up using both banquet halls. Wow. That's how crazy it was. We had to put the vendors on one side and then the, the class in the other one because we didn't have the capacity in the banquet halls at the hotel. Um, but basically what it is, it's, I break down the 111 day cleanse. It's almost like a 16 week program. And, um, I broke it down into, um, the four months perfectly. So every first Sunday of the month, I teach that month's course. And so every week I have you do something. Um, I even created a planner, the 111 day work planner, and it has like little notes. It has little affirmations. It has a space for you to put like your meetings, your to-do list. You know, it even checks in. Like, how did you feel at the top of the week? How do you feel now that it's the end of the week? What are you struggling with? You know, so you can hold yourself accountable to it. Um, but, you know, we go through the process every week. It's like, you know, cleaning your social media. So what I'm doing now during this quarantine is because obviously I can't fly to the Bay. The events are canceled. So I am holding them online. Um, and this is the funny part that I put today on my social media. I said, the enemy tried to stop me and yet the Holy spirit guided me because now if you're in Florida, you're able to watch this video. You're able to join this event. Um, so now I have a hundred seats, but because of this quarantine, I also know that people need a little more in depth than like what I give in these series. So I'm creating an online free channel. And during this quarantine, that channel and all my classes that go up there will be free zero charge for anybody. Wow. So I don't want to hear nobody complaining, saying like, oh, something's in my way, or I don't know, I'm in funk or this or that. Like these opportunities, guys, you're listening to this for a reason. So if you are listening to this, this is your sign that you need to step up, like take advantage of these opportunities. Just want to make that clear because I know somebody's listen, listening to this thinking like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't know. It's like, girl, you got the time. You're not paying a dollar. You don't got to leave your house. You don't got to do your makeup. You don't got to comb your greñas. What you do is register for it online. And the link is in my bio. You can go to my Instagram. I am Ari Rose. A-R-I-E-R-O-S-E. And you click the link in the bio. It's going to direct you directly to my website, to the landing page to subscribe. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. So there is a lot that Ari does. Um, I'll share it like, you know, after the podcast, I'll do a little spiel of where you can find her and her website and all of that good stuff. Um, but I ask every guest this question. At the end, um, I asked them, how are you following your fears and doing that, like pursuing that scary thing uh, this year or, or month, but this I guess year, let's say, like, what are you following? Uh, I think when we share our crazy big ass fears with our audience who, you know, they got their own, we all got our own. 
uh, it helps us be like, okay, wait, if she could do it, I think I can too. She's like me. You know what I mean? Like I resonate with her. So what, what is your big fear that you're pursuing this year? Everything comes with, um, you know, self doubt and insecurities and things like that. And those are my biggest fears, you know, am I enough? Am I saying the right words? Do I sound dorky? Like, do people really want to listen to me? And I think everything that I do from speaking engagements and, and all this stuff, you know, it's following my fears. But um, this year, I really want to collaborate and really make this women empowerment series larger than I can dream of, which is what I'm going for. So, you know, like I said, I started this with 10 girls. I just wanted to eat with some friends and ended up being 80 women signing up. And so I hope that maybe by the end of the year, I have a thousand people wanting to come and join and sign up and spend the day and just grow together. So I'm going to follow that this year and put my fears aside. Next year, a big ass conference in Vegas. Conference. Oh my God. That's my dream. Girl, you're like so close. Like, are you kidding me? I see it. Dude, I could see you walking in to this bougie ass conference room in the Bellagio with your Louboutins. Like, with your little cute pencil skirt because you dress hella cute. <laughs> I see it. I see it. I see well, it. Well, look, I'm going to need a whole team to do that. So I'm going to need you to jump on board you. with Joe Mary. <laughs> I got you. Ari, we're, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for blessing us today. Like, you are a blessing to anybody who crossed paths with you. Your story is so raw. It's so real. We need to hear it. Like there are women who are struggling to figure it out, out of their, out of their struggle. And they, they are looking at you thinking, I want to thrive like her, but I hope you're hearing this and that like, there's always going to be stuff in the way. It's just about the pursuit. Like you got to keep going. And Ari showed us that today. Like you got to keep that hustler mentality. Thank you. Ari for sharing your not only you and your story but your content and just being so real with us and being so kind and generous with your time um I I I don't take it for granted so thank thank you. you so much and I wish you much success and stay safe out there I don't know about you guys but that episode was such a blessing and I I really believe that someone out there took some huge takeaways from it, but I want to share 10 takeaways that I took away from this episode that I hope will help you follow that fear. Number one, when you pray to God or your creator, whatever you believe, when you pray, he will deliver. Remember this. Number two, Don't let typos stop you. What does that mean if something, little things are getting in the way from you delivering on what you want to do, you need to put those aside and just do it. Be scrappy. That's number three. Be scrappy. When you build something, it's going to be scary. This is where you get creative. So be scrappy and just do what you got to do. Make it happen. Number four, remember she wrote a book while she was working as a waitress part-time, interning part-time, and going to school part-time, commuting all over the Bay Area. You guys, we got no excuses. Number five, creativity will come when you believe you have to make it happen. We've got to be serious about what we want to do, and that's that's when we'll get creative. 
Number six, when you're down, depressed, low, just know that you will get through those times and you'll come out with so much more growth. Number seven, own your calling and go for it. There are people out there waiting for you to show up. Number eight, if your family doesn't support you, stop talking to them about your freaking dreams. Number nine, if it's not working for you, sit down, analyze what's not working and do better. Number 10, cleanse the bullshit out of your life with the 111 day cleanse you can hit up Ari Rose on her Instagram click the link in the bio and that will give you access to the cleanse and everything she's working on right now I hope you enjoyed this show remember to follow those fears guys those fears are signs they are signals follow them I'll see you next time thank you for listening in bye